Hi, this is Antone, and welcome to Antone Knows. I'm your host, and this is episode 43 of that. Today, we're going to talk about A Christmas Carol. Scrooge, you remember him? Bah, humbug. That fella. He was written by Charles Dickens. A little background about Charles Dickens was he was a titan of literature, but at this time, when he was right about to write, his big magnum opus, which more people probably know than any of his other stories. He's written tons and tons of other stories. But A Christmas Carol, because it's been done so many ways and so many different versions and many different uh, ways of style of film, animation, done as a straight story, done as a play, done as a musical, done many different ways. Uh, he almost didn't write it. Can you imagine that? He was said, my inkwell has gone dry, I don't have any more ideas. When his agent came to him and his backer said, so you have any more ideas? And he says, of course he does. And Charles Dickens said, no, I don't. But in the course of a, of a, life, a little bit of time, he uh, basically came up with this classic story. For more on that, Watch a movie called The Man That Invented Christmas. It tells a Hollywood version of how Scrooge got created and how it got wrote. But he basically could bring the characters to life and as though they were talking and speaking in, in the room with him. But, you know, his imagination just held no bounds. So, most people, when they think of Christmas Carol, and a lot of people talk about it, they all say, the 1951 version with Alistair Sim. It's a black and white version. You can buy it in color if you really want to have it. Black and white is just as good as color. It has some really striking images, and it really gives you the sense that he is truly redeemed. When we get to the end, and he's sitting there writing in his ledger, he says, I don't deserve to be so happy. Okay. So, there are many, many different versions of it. My favorite modern version is the Emmy Award-winning one that won in 1984, okay? That's how long ago this was, with the Oscar winner George C. Scott, who was probably most famous for playing Patton, the famous World War II general. He plays uh, Scrooge in this shot exclusively in London from the Hallmark Hall of Fame. Uh, interesting about it is that Mark Strichardson, who played uh, the young Scrooge, uh, played Turlow on Doctor Who, and there were tens of others of critically acclaimed British actors. Uh, the fellow who played the Equalizer originally uh, plays the Ghost of Christmas Present. Okay, it's spooky when it needs to be. It's, uh, you know... Not scary when it not needs to be. They do all the classic lines, you know, Sabah Humbug and all that. And he does all the wonderful lines about, he goes, if anyone would Merry Christmas on his lips, should be boiled in his own pudding with a stick of holly through his heart. And and uh, the whole thing is, you, you should you know, maybe next time you should hold your tongue when you find out what the surplus population is and so forth. We all know the story, so I won't uh, go through it. But that version is a really, really good version. If you want to see the really, really well-done version of it, that last ghost 
which is death, the ghost of Christmas future, is probably the most haunting and scary, being that he doesn't speak, but he has this sort of like Banshee's crying moan, which is very creepy. Okay? Then in 1983, uh, there is a, a version of an animated version that is really good. There are, I'm going to cover at least two really well animated versions here. Now, everyone loves Mickey Mouse. And if you don't love Mickey Mouse, what? What's with you? Mickey Mouse did Mickey's Christmas Carol. So it's a short. But what makes it unique is two things. Uh, he plays Bob Cratchit. Minnie plays Mrs. Cratchit. And uh, we get Tiny Tim and all the other uh, elements of the story. And the first screen appearance of Scrooge McDuck. Yes, that's Scrooge McDuck. And he was uh, done by this really, really famous uh, actor. He played Wilbur Post on uh, Mr. Ed. And he has Scottish ancestry. So he could do a perfect Scottish accent. Here, the four ghosts are played by different Disney characters. Uh, Marley's ghost is played uh, by Goofy. Uh, the ghost of Christmas past is played by Jiminy Cricket. And Willie the Giant plays the ghost of Christmas present. And probably the most frightening part of, uh, is the hooded figure played by Pete. He's been in a lot of uh, villains' parts. Here he was voiced by, I think, Jim Cummings for the first time. And when he takes his hood off and lights a cigar in the cemetery, he says to Scrooge, Why, yours, Ebenezer, the richest man in the cemetery. And he throws Scrooge down into this grave, and he, he looks like he's headed for help. No, oh, please, I'll change, I'll change. And, of course, he does. Uh, now, many people I know don't really like Mr. Magoo very much. Now, I don't know why. I, I'm a big fan of classic cartoons and classic cartoon characters. In 1962, Mr. Magoo did Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol. What I love about this is this. They do some Mr. Magoo stuff at the beginning and at the end. When the uh, he does, you know, he wanders into the wrong theater because he's nearsighted and he can't see. That's his whole gag, right? So at the end, he's uh, he the all the stage comes down and everything. But when we get to the play, he plays Scrooge. The only thing that's a little weird is they do the second ghost first. And they do the first ghost second. Why? I don't know. And uh, we get really great Broadway-style songs. Now, of course, Mr. Magoo is voiced by the great Jim Backus. We all know him from Gilligan's Island. He did dozens and dozens of TV shows, including his own show. And he was in Rebel Without a Cause, where he played the dad. He was in dozens and dozens of TV shows, but... Uh, and Mr. Magoo, he loved playing Mr. Magoo. He said that was one of his favorite characters uh, to play. It was sort of him as a bungling actor. This was so popular, this TV special, they showed it year after year after year like Rudolph. They decided, well, you know what? He's so popular, why don't we do more stories like this? 
where he's sort of acting in a play. So they did versions of him in uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Then they did him as Gunga Din. They did him as Friar Tuck in Robin Hood. And uh, as Dr. Frankenstein in Frankenstein. Yes, if you look it up, you'll find it. It was called Mr. Magoo's Storybook. And then they did Mr. Magoo's America and so on and so forth. It was really, uh, really great. And it is probably. So uh, when you when you want to talk to kids about Scrooge, I would say show them either one of these versions because they're shorter than the original version. Now, uh, Mo Rocca, the uh, reporter who used to be on The Daily Show, and then he, now he's on Sunday Morning, but a few years ago, you can go on a Scrooge tour, a Charles Dickens Scrooge tour in London. So they asked the docents or the tour guides, what is the best version of a Christmas carol? And they said, the Muppets Christmas carol. Now, you would say, the Muppets, really? Now, I love the Muppets. I love Jim Henson's creations. They're wonderful. They're a big part of me and of our childhood. And they have a really, really wonderful sense of humor. Can they do uh, a Christmas carol? Yes, they can. And they do it as a musical. And they have uh, Scrooge as the great Michael Caine. There is a song that's cut. Some of it was on the DVD. Some of it's on the video. And it was in the original version, but it's it's cut for some reason. There's this really heartfelt song that is cut. I, no one really knows to see why. Brian Henson, Jim Henson's uh, son, who looks a lot like his dad, worked with his dad on post-production before this uh, movie went out. And he, he was there on set w- with him to make sure everything was right and uh, worked on Kermit and a couple of other characters that he was famous uh, for doing when they did A Muppet's Christmas Carol. And that's sort of the last time that he worked together. And then he passed away before they finished the movie. Uh, It's probably one of the best versions of A Christmas Carol. You can show that to kids. Or if you're just a big Muppets fan, it's fun to watch. Gonzo plays uh, Charles Dickens in it. He's got some great funny lines. When we get to the last ghost, he says, uh, this part is a little PG-13. I think we'll be back in a few minutes. And uh, I can't... not mention the Muppets because my best friend would not be happy if I didn't mention Waldorf and Statler, his two favorite characters, split the role of Marley's ghost. And one plays Jacob, the other plays Marley. And uh, how they do the ghost of Christmas past is really uh, a a, a feat in special effects in those uh, days. Now, Patrick Stewart did a version of Scrooge. It's, it's okay. It's a good version. I mean, it's Patrick Stewart, for goodness sake. But my, my suggestion to you is seek out his audiobook. On Broadway, a few many years ago, he read it the way Charles Dickens read it. So he does all the characters, every single one. So if you listen to it, he brings, breathes life right into Scrooge and gives it a lot of different versions. I've just heard that on Broadway right now, they're doing a version of Scrooge where Sherlock Holmes teams up with Scrooge and the three ghosts of Christmas. 
That should be interesting to see. I hope they put that out on a DVD. Should I end this with Bah Humbug and and Scrooge? No, I'll end this the way it ended for Charles Dickens. He said that he knew how to keep Christmas well. And as Tiny Tim observed, God bless us, everyone. I'll see you again on another Anto Knows, and maybe we'll talk about a certain web slinger who's coming to the theater near you. Uh, again, on another Anto Knows. <laughs>